Hey, babe, guess what? What? It is the 100th episode of the Florida Woman Podcast. I never thought we'd make it this we far. We fucking made it, guys. We made it. I would go so far as to say I think we're a real podcast at this point. Yeah, I think so too. We have actual people that listen to us. We have a following of about uh, a thousand <laughs> or so people. Ooh, yeah, yes, and we mama. love each and every single one of you guys. Seriously, our You're all uh, of our mommies and poppies. We uh, we have like r- ratings and reviews from people we've never met. Yeah, that's you know, we've sick. developed relationships with like as artists, random it, fucking people. It's typical that the only people that are ever going to come to a show are your mom and dad. Are your mom and dad? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> thank you for not being our moms and dads. A friend that you absolutely force to read your screenplay, yeah, exactly. and they resent you the entire time. <laughs> they fucking and I know hate that you. because they've been on both sides. Yes. <laughs> yes, I hate you. I hate you for, for making I art that I have to show. consume. I yeah. hate that. <laughs> it's so true. Don't do it. Don't ha- don't don't have your art in a gallery don't make that I art. have to go to. Don't do it. No one should make. I don't want to go to your concert. I don't want to. I don't want to go to your musical. Well, Thank God I have like no more friends that are doing. Hold musicals. on, babe. This is an important distinction. Is this art? I think what we're making here is not art, but shit. Oh. Podcasts are. It's a big pile of poo-poo. It's, well, no, it's not like shit shit, but it's like, Stuff. I guess a better word would be like content. Yeah. Is this, I don't think this is an art, does this qualify as an art no, form? No, no, no. It's a I, skill I didn't mean for to sure. Imply, but I just meant like, it's one of those, I guess I consider it one of my artistic endeavors, even though it is not yeah. art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. But it's more successful than most of the other shit that we do. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. There's something to be learned from that. I love this. Yeah. Uh, people love shit. They hate art. And I'd say I'm one of those people. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. All this is to say, listeners, we fucking love you. Thank you for sticking with us all the way to 100 episodes. And here's to 1,000 more. We feel really honored. I'm being a thousand totally years serious. of I'm the Florida genuine. Woman podcast. As long <laughs> as Florida is still attached to the southern portion of the United States, we will be talking about it. On the radio waves. To be fair, we'll <laughs> probably talk internet. about it when it's an island. Could yeah, cool. that's true. Which could be island soon. Island boy. Because I'm an island boy and I've been trying to make. Now, on the very first episode of the Florida Woman podcast, we sort of presented like a unified theory of Florida to the listeners. And mm-hmm. I want to just like reflect on what over the course of a hundred episodes we may or may not have learned about our, our our great state of sunshine. I think for me, it boils down to this. The first episode of this podcast was me listing bullet points of the reasons why I think Florida is the way it is. Yeah. Which is to say, unpredictable, insane, chaos ratchet, agent. chaos agent situation. Yeah. I guess what I'm trying to say is that, like, you can come up with reasons. You can try to logic your way into understanding why Florida is Florida. But at the end of the day, you will always be surprised. Right. Like, there's all... It just is. Like, it's almost as if there's... It's a spirit. Like, like it's right. a... It's Loki from, like, you know, Norse mythology. Sure, it's, yeah. It's a trickster god. Like, it just, 
it doesn't matter how I try to boil down, you know, the reasons why it acts the way it does. Right. It just right. does. And as soon as I think I've put my finger on it, something will pop up completely behind me yeah. that doesn't line up with any theory about Florida man and who he is. Um, do you, are you familiar with the concept of a rat king, what a rat king is? Yeah, is a rat king the phenomenon where rats accidentally get their tails tangled into knots with one another and then they have to act as one rat? <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, yes. Yeah, it's and they can be um they can be made of groups of like a hundred or more rats. You know what I mean? Like an entire nest can get like tangled together. It's really horrific. But what you're describing sort of reminds me of that because you can, the rats all eventually die when they form a rat king oh. because they can't move. They can't like you said they act as one rat. That would be really cool, but they can't. They can't start a pulling Stephen each other. King short story actually. Oh really? Yeah. They like turn into like a, a giant like mass of rats mm -hmm. that that have like a consciousness, a collective consciousness as like one rat. Well, there's your metaphor for Florida right there. But that's what I was saying. Like my metaphor is that they're all tugging in each diff each tugging in different directions. They're stuck. They keep tugging the knot tighter and tighter because they're all trying to pull away in different directions. And then they eventually um, they eventually all pass away. And they being stuck. Floridians in this well, case. Well, I guess yeah, Floridians. But what I, what I was trying to boil down was the the knot of tails in the middle where you can't tell where one thing starts or another thing ends, and it all blends together into this like sort of ca wriggling sort of sphere of, of chaos that has no beginning or end and is self-defining. What you mean to say is essentially Florida simply is, and there is no explaining it. Yeah. Florida is a force greater than physical Florida. The, the spirit... The spirit of Florida is greater than the actual place. Yes, and always will be. Interesting. You know, it yeah. can't be explained. Now, we, you, you had this theory on the first episode that whatever happens in Florida is going to happen to the rest of the country, like over the course of time. Mm -hmm. Do you still think that that's true? Do you think yeah, Florida think is vein. the catalyst for culture in America? I actually do, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, like, let's talk about that. So, what's going on in Florida Well, right I now? think, like, all the influencer shit in Miami, that's everywhere now. <laughs> that took, completely took over the culture. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, you know, influencers in the wild, so to speak. The, yeah. the, you know, Instagram account. Like, girls with BBLs, like, shaking they thing in a thong. Yeah. Like, for, on Twitch, for, like, a video game. Like, you know, just the, the layers. God, it keeps yeah. going. For but sure. that used to be sort of just Miami, maybe LA. Yeah. And now it's everywhere. Absolutely. Can I say what I think is is going on mm -hmm. that uh, is going to be reflected in the country? Mm -hmm. So, okay. So there's a lot of things that Florida is undergoing right now. Increasingly drastic climate patterns and weather weirdness, right? Um, the boiling oceans... The hurricanes getting stronger and stronger every year. The the air becoming hotter and more humid than ever before. Um, Florida is sort of like an apex for all of those things at the moment. Also, 
um, because of the environmental damage that's been done um, and the, the way that global warming is affecting Florida, insurers are leaving the state, which is causing housing prices to absolutely skyrocket, right? I think that's coming for the rest of the country in mm-hmm. maybe five, maybe 10 years. Mm-hmm. Because as the climate tends towards getting weirder and weirder and shittier and shittier, um, it's going to be more and more impossible to find a place in this goddamn country to build a house. You know what I mean? That's not mm-hmm. in danger of wildfires or flooding or extreme weather of one kind or another. Um, eventually, Florida is going to be mostly underwater. You were joking about saying it's an island earlier. But like, I think it, the peninsula will at least shrink by a significant margin. I think the rest of the United States is going to see that too. Like New Orleans will probably be underwater, which pains me to say. I love that Ugh. city. Um, but the, the whole like Gulf Coast is going to be fucked. The East Coast also going to like New York City probably also going to be underwater like by the end of the century. Um, the other thing that I think that we talked about on that first episode was that the behavior of the citizens of Florida is so fucking strange, not just because of the, the like trickster spirit that inhabits the, the physical place, but because of the extreme heat, um, the sort of income inequality, um, and access to drugs... Um, causes the Florida men and the Florida women to be acting a fool the way they do. Mm-hmm. I think that that is going to be coming for the rest of the country too. We already have an opioid crisis, so everybody's already on drugs. Um, income inequality is getting worse and worse and worse and worse, and wealth is concentrating in the hands of fewer and fewer people, meaning that more and more people are being pushed into homelessness, poverty, really precarious situations. Um, where they start to lose a little bit of a grasp on the rules. And then put them in a vat of boiling seawater. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. As the country gets hotter and hotter, we're all going to become Florida, babe. I think this is... the What is you said on episode one is absolutely right. Because the whole fucking country is going to be really goddamn hot, full of people who are in really precarious situations and have all the drugs they want. And as strong as they come. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, look at it. Portland, Oregon. Are you aware that Portland, Oregon's homeless population has literally doubled since the last time they conducted a like a report on it? Um, in 2023, there are like 7,000 homeless people living in Portland in a city of 600,000 people. Wow. That's like over 10% of the population is fucking homeless in Portland, Oregon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then look at the major cities. Look at Chicago. Look at um, Los Angeles. Look at New York City. People like Ron DeSantis are fucking shipping hundreds of thousands of migrants from countries that have worse economic and in the future, very near future, worse environmental problems than we do mm. um, are being shipped here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't even have the legal status to be paid like minimum wage. So it's like they're they're increasing the population of people who work for poverty wages by like exponential numbers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's increasing the um, the wealth disparity like by orders of magnitude. Yeah. 
Now, on top of that, you got Ron DeSantis, who is the literal, the literal definition of like weird, goofy, new age politics, like increasingly polarized, goofy, new age politics. Yeah, be expecting to see that in every everywhere, state. right? Yeah, he's homegrown. Okay, yeah, in Florida, right, right? But I agree. I think he's also a harbinger. He's also a vision of the future. You know. Yeah, there's going to be a shit ton of DeSantis's. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now he probably is never going to be president because no, no, he's just he, such a goober. Yeah, exactly. But like, imagine a country that you know took Donald Trump's like. Forget Donald Trump because he just is himself. He is only himself. But, like, people like Ron DeSantis who, like, took inspiration from him um, but actually have a an action plan to execute. Isn't you know this I mean? just Italy? Yeah, it's kind of it's <laughs> like Italy. Yeah, they're, they're political. You're like, imagine a world. <laughs> yeah, imagine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, those guys had Berlusconi for forever. And then they uh, elected this new, this new blonde lady. I can't remember her name, but she's uh, somehow, like... Re- a little too fond of Benito Mussolini, if you know I've what I mean. I've heard this, yeah. Um, Mussolini's granddaughter actually held office in Italy not too long ago. Yeah. Like, it's he's just... He's not terribly unpopular there. No, Even he's in not. the modern era. No, yeah. he's not. He's not. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think you're going to see a push towards authoritarianism in the United States. Um, and you're going to see, like, this cultural divide between the left and right getting... It's absolutely... Yeah, like a getting chasm, just more and more gaping. annoying yeah. and fucking stupid and uh, dog-brained um, than ever before. But I, I think it's coming for you, mm-hmm. and it's happening first in Florida, and it's going to be coming for the rest of the country too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to be on both sides. Like you're going to get, you're going to get people who are ideologues running for office and trying to wield the authority of whatever local government they have um, in more and more forceful ways. Yeah. So it really is true. Florida is this ineffable, like, chaos demon that's hanging off the bottom of the United States like this unpinched-off turd. <laughs> and I say that with love. <laughs> or like a big floppy cock hanging off the bottom of the United States. I also say that with a lot of love. <laughs> um, it is true that it is like a into unto itself a mystery and like sort of a uh, an entity that infects the rest of the country it's like a virus yeah it, florida is a mind virus that's yes. coming for yes. the rest of the country yes yes and i just like you blew my mind when you first said that in the first episode and it, i have only seen it become more and more true over the course of a hundred and we'll fucking see we'll see uh take this as a warning though folks don't let your state or wherever you live become Florida. Do what you can, but it might be too late. That being said, um, let's get into our Florida men and Florida women. What have you got for me? Yeah, let's this play weekend? in the mud. This is what we do. This is what we do. We get down in the slop. Kay. I'm not trying to be, yeah, I'm not trying to make too many all like high and points. mighty, all big Yeah, points, I'm not trying Mr. to like Academia. think too hard here. I love Florida, and I love the fucking wretched people and the crazy shit they do in Me it. Me too. Me too. You know what I mean? Genuinely. I, I might find myself one of them by the time it's all over. But anyway, um, let's, let's go. We're not okay. trying to think too hard. We're trying to play in the mud. In the Florida slop. woman accused of spiking drinks with roach spray. 
Oh, shit. A Florida woman is facing charges after allegedly poisoning a man by adding Raid Roach Spray to his drinks. This is the second story in the last two minisodes that have had uh, Raid yeah. as a component. Like as, people as just walking around with Raid Roach Spray. Well, I would say that poisoning is probably the most feminine of murder it is. Methods, don't yes, you think? but in the last one with Raid, it was a guy who was spraying it in people's eyes. Oh, that's right. That's right. Well, he was doing that because like they were being loud at night or something yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 So, um, so that was a crime of passion. Unfolded. This was like a cold, calculated, like dosing. <laughs> at a residence on Wheeler Street in Daylon Springs. Authorities from the local sheriff's office responded to a distress call around 4.30 a.m. A great time to be getting a distress call. Upon arrival, they encountered the victim, who was later taken to a nearby hospital for medical treatment. According to law enforcement officials, the victim... I said 4.30 because I was just like... I don't mean like, oh, it's so late. I just want to clarify. I mean like, if you're getting a distress... Like, it's going to be distressing. Yeah. Anything that involves needing to call authorities at 4.30 in the morning... Yeah, it's going to be gonna some be- shit you never even... It it's never even occurred to you. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You don't get distress calls at like, you know, one thirty in the afternoon. Well, if <laughs> you, know you do, saying? I feel like they're, they are more... It's a white lady... Run of the mill. Yeah. ...who yeah. saw a black guy jogging in her neighborhood and was like, I'm yeah. very distressed. Yeah. Yeah. The victim disclosed that he consumed two beverages and subsequently began feeling ill. Yeah. It was during this time that Klein reportedly confessed to adding Raid Roach Spray to his last two drinks. Yeah. The victim recounted to deputies that he endured approximately half an hour of vomiting before managing to seek help. He has provided his statement to a deputy that he was struck by a wave of illness. Oh, my God. At the time of the deputy's arrival, Klein was not found within the residence. However, a canine unit was dispatched and successfully traced her location nearby, resulting in her apprehension without incident. Veronica Klein was subsequently transported to the Volusia County Branch Jail, where she is being held without bond. Dude. Her initial court appearance remains pending with the charge against her relating to the alleged act of poisoning food or drink. <laughs> was there a motive attached to this? Can you, like, suss out a motive? I mean, it says, according to law enforcement officials, the victim detailed to deputies that Veronica Klein had returned home from a bar outing and urged him to join her for more drinks at their residence. Oh, so she really was so she, like... she, like, found him at a bar, decided he was going to be a victim, and took him, invited him back to her house. This is, like, serial killer stuff. Like, she's fucking... She wanted... She was, like, preying on this guy. Isn't, isn't there some sort of idea going around right now that, like, uh-huh. serial killers are on the decline and that we're going to oh, yeah. s- continue to see that trend? Well, it's because I read this in the newspaper maybe three weeks ago. I don't remember. It was in the New York Times. But it was an article basically saying that, like, you don't see serial killers like you used to mm-hmm. because there's more surveillance everywhere. So it's a lot easier to get caught. There's data that you you emit just walking around. Yeah. You know, if you have a cell phone, if you do anything on the internet, or if you search things that people can find everything you're searching, like your shit is not private anymore. So in 1972, you used to be able to just like kidnap a girl. Oh, I know. Actually, my mom, a, a Florida woman, uh-huh. um, she always talks about this. She laments this because yeah, she, she like, <laughs> she considers herself a sneaky little broad. And she, you she know, does. She, she schemes. She's, she's done schemer. things in the, in the, 
70s and 80s, like, she got in-state tuition at the University of Arizona by, like, faking an in-state address, you know? And she's like, you'd never be able to do that today. No, because they know everything about you. They could just check. Like, you know, I mean, no one could check back then. Counterpoint, that Russian girl who scammed the every, like, all those rich people in New York City. Do you remember her? Oh, yes. Anna Delvey. Anna Delvey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she got away with it for a while, but eventually she she got caught. She did? Um, but the thing is, you used to be able to just like not leave a paper trail. Like yeah. you used to be able to be careful and get away with it. But it's becoming Anna Delvey increasingly has an hard. Talent, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you have to be that talented to get away with it for even a period of time. Right. Anymore. Exactly. These days, the average person is not. And you got to make a bunch of like fake, you know, profiles and shit on the internet, and like you got to like cover your tracks. It's just harder. You can't do it that much anymore. Is the point that I'm trying to make. And so what the article said was that there has been a like sort of mirroring in the decline of serial killers and the um, the increased prevalence of like mass shootings. Mm. So essentially what they're saying is people with those violent antisocial antisocial urges mm-hmm. um, are taking them out in different ways now. Like instead of instead of like, you know, being like a spider and stalking your prey and like doing it over a course of like years they're bottling it up and then just letting it all out at once wow yeah interesting Fuck. right bring back the serial killers make serial killers great again i guess so yeah i mean i'd like, rather have that than a school shooter or any type of fucking mass shooter i feel like mass shooters wind up killing more people that's too, what i'm saying i think know? the volume is greater really at the end of the day yeah and it's i mean yeah i guess they're equally disturbing to me like mm-hmm. There's something like weird and like sexual about serial killing that like really disturbs me. Yeah. Like the idea that somebody's like singled you, know, you getting out. Getting off on yeah, it. Getting yeah. Off. Or like, yeah, that's really disturbing to me. But also the idea that like wherever you go in these United States, somebody might just whip out an, a, a semi automatic weapon at any point and just start blasting. Like, I think, that's crazy. I think dude. that's creepier to me because it can be any Joe Blow. It could be anybody. Like, you don't have to... Well, but that's what they always used to say about serial killers. Like, No, I, I don't so mean normal. like, it could be your next door neighbor. I just yeah. mean like, you have to be... If you're you have to place, have some talent. You have to have some skill. You to have be a to serial have killer? Some, some sort of intellect, just a tiny bit in order to plan even one of these murders and get away with it, oh. which means, you know, you can't yeah. just kill one person, yeah. get caught. You're not a serial killer. So yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. killing multiple people, you have to have a little bit of a plan and a yes. little bit of like just some sort of grand narrative about why you're doing like, Right. You know. Uh, but if anybody can just go get like a weapon that shoots, you know, f- you know, 15 rounds a second or whatever. Yeah, then, there's just nothing to that. Yeah. There's no there's no skill involved in just squeezing a trigger and pointing, you know, pointing the yeah, it's muzzle. Not a trade. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A trade, a, a craft, <laughs> an art. Hey. I think serial killing is more of an art than podcasting. I think so too. Um but I was also gonna say that same principle goes in the opposite direction. Like serial killers used to have to carefully pick their victims. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, make sure they were weak and not necessarily able to fight back. And like, Yeah, you had you to know, have, like, certain criteria You had to fit a profile. Them. Yeah, mm-hmm. not lots of people had to, like, come looking for you. You mm-hmm. know, maybe you were a kid or maybe you were, like, a, a 
prostitute or whatever. Yeah, mostly just go for sex or just workers like a and drunk you won't get in a caught. Bar like or whatever. The yeah. guy on Gilgo Beach, the fucking yeah. Massapequa Park guy, the Long Island yeah. serial killer. It's like, but this, if you kill prostitutes, basically you can get away with it for decades. Yeah, because nobody's gonna go looking for no them because like society already stopped looking for them. <laughs> know, you know I what I mean? Know. Years ago. Yep. But the the point that I'm trying to make is like you could be like a roided out fucking muscle head um, who used to be a green beret. And if you just happen to have your back turned when somebody walks in with an AR-15 and starts blasting, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, you got dude. no shot. Yeah. Oh, sorry. A serial killer wouldn't pick you because they'd probably be afraid that you'd win in a fight. But like, if it's just yeah, there's you nothing that you can do or cultivate people. within yourself to stop yourself from, from being, being a target pierced of a by mass a bullet, shooting. yeah, and murdered. Yeah, that's funny. A You're bullet's right. just gonna fucking kill you. It doesn't matter how big you are. You're also dropping. with serial killings. Like you can be, you can, you can use certain precautions. Yeah. Other than just like being fit or like being intimidating, you know, yeah. like uh-huh. you can like not walk around alone. Like you can like not go to certain places, not go yeah. to certain places at night. Like not like have a Tinder date come to your house. Like it, whatever right. it is. But you're right. There's no precaution that you can take that will save yourself from a mass shooting. Yep. Wow. Well, I mean, they they have classes on it. Like they teach. There's like things that you can do. You run. You hide. And then if neither of those two things work, mm. then uh, you fight back. Is the advice that they mm-hmm. give you. You start. You know. Because they're not expecting you to fight back. They're expecting you to run away. And right. so they're going to chase you into a corner. Um, I would say opposite goes for surviving a serial killing. I say fight back right away. Yeah, fight back first. That's usually what you hear when you hear of someone who survived a killing or a, an attempted murder like that. Right, exactly. If you start screaming and like clawing and like biting immediately, then it's, you know, it's like a any other predator, mm-hmm. right? If you're If you're a mountain lion... And you come across a porcupine or like a bunny rabbit. You know, the bunny rabbit's going to go a lot easier than the fucking porcupine mm-hmm. is. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, and there's an element of like, I did not sign up for this. You know, yeah. <laughs> I want my prey to be prey, okay? I'm getting off. Like, exactly. I don't want it to be uh-huh. like, this is too much. That's why they give you the advice, by the way, if you're ever being followed by a mountain lion or like oh. a bear like that. Um, the first thing you do is spread your arms out wide and make the loudest noise you possibly can because Mm -hmm. you know they're bigger than you but you still are pretty fucking big you know what i mean imagine if like um you know it's the difference between like uh let's say you ran across a squirrel right or you ran across like a, a pit bull yeah, it's like you see what, I, what I'm saying. If a pit bull rears up on its back legs and starts barking really loud, you'd go, "Oh fuck!" Even though you are technically bigger than it, mm-hmm. and technically uh, could just kick it in the face, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. or shoot it or whatever. Instinctually, you're gonna go, "Jesus!" Versus a squirrel that you know, <laughs> what are they gonna thing. do? It's yeah. like, oh, honey. Right. Exactly. Um, final thought about that raid poisoning. Um, was the guy could have been a cockroach. You know what I mean? Oh he could be Vincent goodness. D'Onofrio from Men in Black. You're you so never know. Never you never know. know. That's what they really should have done. At the beginning of Men in Black when he's like, sugar, water. You remember? She should have just put Raid in it. The uh, whole movie would have been over. Over? Yeah. Wow. This yeah. woman's a hero. This woman is a hero. Probably. Florida woman's finger severed in library drop box. Oh, shit. 
Barbara Haverly, 62, lost part of a finger at Mount Dora Library. Imagine how insulting it would feel to spend 62 of your years with, with a complete fingers. hand. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. And then, come on. Now I'm 60 fucking two. I got to be in my 70s with nine fingers. Barbara Haverly said she was injured while attempting to return books July 28th, telling the Washington Post that the whole thing is just such a nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) What began as an errand run turned into a bloody scene for Haverly at W.T. Bland Public Library, located on North Donnelly Street. Despite having returned books in the same manner numerous times before, Haverly reported feeling a rush of pain while pulling her left hand out of the box. Jesus Christ. What she at first assumed was just uncomfortable hand placement soon became clear as a severed middle finger detached just below the fingernail. Oh, oh my God. Just below the fingernail. I mean, it okay. took a little nibble. I thought so, she was okay. missing her whole finger. So you got 9.7 fingers, basically. Though she's a registered nurse, Haverly told the Post that she didn't know what to do while she watched herself bleed, (laughs) claiming she was in shock. (laughs) Yeah, totally. A library staff rushed to her aid and called 911. One employee retrieved her severed finger from the drop-off receptacle. How nice of them. Yeah, doctors could not reattach, though, Haverly's finger, and she was released from the hospital July 30th. A sign since placed above the box read, please do not place your hand inside this book drop. <laughs> I'm glad it's they hungry put a for sign. fingies. It's hungry oh. for fingies. That's like, that reminds me of uh, in American Psycho when the ATM goes like, feed me a stray cat. Do you remember yes, at the end? Of, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's when he starts losing it. Like the library deposit box is going, feed me your fingies. Yeah. Chilling. What else you got? I have Florida teens smirks and mugshot after losing a ear in a wild house party brawl. Jesus, you got a lot of like severings and detachments mm-hmm. today. Fuck. Mm, body parts. A bandaged Florida woman smirked during her mugshot despite having her ear chomped off. Chomped? Who the fuck was she fighting? Mike Tyson? Her last name isn't Holyfield by chance, I don't assume. No. Dixie Styles, great name. Hell of a name. 18, and Macy Reagan, another pretty good name. Yeah. 23, were both arrested over a 4th of July fight that broke out over a stolen vape in Callaway, Bay County. Now, this is some Florida shit. This mm-hmm. is what we're here for. Mm-hmm. Deputies were called to the area over a brawl between several men at a party thrown by unsupervised minors. Both women were at the shindig. Sometime after midnight, Reagan attempted to leave and was confronted by Stiles, who accused her of stealing alcohol and vape pens. (laughs) Reagan then allegedly pulled out a 9mm handgun. Yeah, there we go. But Stiles managed to knock the firearm away. Hey, see? This is what I was just talking about. Fight back. And a fight ensued. During the brawl, Reagan accidentally bit... Oh, I'm sorry. It says allegedly, not accidentally. Okay. Bit off the top of Styles' ear. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. You know, it I'm honestly I'm surprised that this doesn't happen a lot more. It probably does. It probably just probably authorities don't get called, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> You think? Yeah. You think I mean, that's the perfect time to call authorities though. Like when your ear has been bitten off. I don't know. Just go to the clinic and hope it can be reattached. Be done with it? Okay. Well, that's very honorable of you, Kelsey. And I, you know, I approve. Ain't no snitch. I approve. I no, approve. but listen. Uh, both of these girls are very pretty. They are really? Florida hot. Oh, so this damn. Is, yeah, this is Macy. This is the girl who pointed the gun yeah. and bit off the other girl's ear. Fuck. 
And then this is uh, the one with the missing ear, who frankly looks happy as a clam. She really does. In fact, her bandage is being worn sort of like a headband. It does look like a headband, kind of like a a, a bling era wrap, like Mm -hmm. almost like a Nelly, like a sweatband, like NBA. Dang. Yeah. Wow. They are both hot. I know. I know. Hot and criminals. It, so it introduced me to this account on Instagram called Mugshotties. <laughs> Mugshotties. Yep. I love it. That's, that's go, pretty go good. Go follow it, guys. It's it's pretty good. They just collect hot mugshots. That's all they do. Dude, I love it. Like that guy who looked like, uh, what's the guy's name? Jesse Waters, like the light-skinned black dude with the, yeah. the blue eye. Do you yeah. remember that like really fine-ass uh, criminal from New York who got... Yeah, it was a yeah. hot mugshot. Yeah, yeah, he got a modeling contract from his mugshot. That's right. Yeah, he's a, yeah, of course, light, light skinned black dude with like perfect skin and like yeah, yeah, yeah. bright green eyes. Uh-huh. He did have a couple face tattoos, but yeah. you know that doesn't perfect stop you bone nowadays. Perfect structure too. That's oh, what, I remember like, looking at that and just going like, should I just fucking give up? <laughs> I know. I'll just I know. not go out in public anymore, dude. <laughs> I know. What the fuck? Like you come across a person that's so goddamn hot. I know with his like cheek. Bones yeah, and, and obviously fucking... doesn't do anything in their entire life to like get that way. No, they just, just were. Yeah, it's just they, <laughs> they just were. They just won at life. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, these girls seem like they're winning at life as well. You know, I I just I feel they're just so spunky. You know, I just yeah. Maybe it we takes should a stop lot of pointing gun, guns to at each wrap other. Wrap <laughs> your mouth around somebody else's ear and bite down and rip. Yeah, I just you know what? Despite all odds, against all odds, I feel like these two have a bright future. Fuck yeah. First, their names are Dixie and Macy. I mean, like, let's go. Let's <laughs> Dixie go, girls. Macy. They're great names. They really are. Yeah. Okay, you know who does not have a bright future? Tell me. A real-life Florida man hamburglar breaks into a restaurant and steals over $11,000 worth of meats and other ingredients. No. A Florida man was caught on camera ransacking a local restaurant storage area and stealing approximately $11,000 worth of meat and ingredients. Police are asking for the public's help with identifying the suspect, whose face is just in, like, broad, like, plain view. When you said public just now, though, it yeah. made me think the uh, the authorities are asking publics to help with yeah, this, yeah, help yeah. find the man. That's an inborn Florida trait that you'll never be able to get rid of. Like, when someone says public, I think publics. Always, every always. time, yes. every time. Uh, police are asking for the public's help with identifying the suspect. The Tampa Police Department confirmed that on Thursday, August 17th at 11.26 p.m., a male suspect was seen behind Bayshore Mediterranean Grill breaking into the popular local restaurant. Surveillance photo released by the police show the male suspect using a large pair of pliers to pry the storage door open and gain <gasps> access to the restaurant. Police said that he stole $10,885 worth of meats and cooking ingredients. What? What's going on with this guy? Why would he What do are that? the plans? Yeah, what are the, what are the plans? What, what are, are the, the next plans? steps with this meat? What drove him to this particular crime? It's not like he's stealing a sandwich, you know no, what I mean? No, 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 not to feed himself. No, like, he's obviously also, planning on feeding hundreds of other people. <laughs> I wonder if, like, he intended to go to the cash register, and read the, the cash yeah. register, like, you know, but they don't they don't keep cash on the premises or something, and he's yeah, like, oh, well, I know what I'll do. Like, I'll I just steal all their meat. Frozen meats as good as cash. Man, I think he went in there with a plan. It doesn't. It doesn't say that he even, like, 
looked anywhere else. He just went straight to the walk-in and sold $10,000 worth of like hamburger patties or some shit. You know what I mean? And cooking equipment, it says. Yeah. Now that you could sell black market and probably make... No, no, no. Not equipment. Only ingredients. Only ingredients? Only ingredients. Not even supplies? No, he stole fucking $10,000 worth of chicken kebabs or whatever. You know? Oh my God. It's a Mediterranean restaurant. So like lamb kofta. He stole... $10,000 $10,000 worth of that shit. How much is $10,000 worth of it's lamb? It's got pasta? to be a fucking ton, don't or you Or like, think? Le- leave lamb out of it. Like, even be- yeah. like beef. Like, right? Oh, right? my God. Video footage shows him finding a black trash bag and piling the stolen goods inside. Police say they need help with the investigation. They're asking the community to watch surveillance footage to help them identify the suspect, who, again... Just shows his face totally on camera. Like, this guy, you can tell exactly who it is. Detectives say they've been gathering evidence and developing leads in the case. So if anybody on your block in Tampa decides to throw a gigantic Mediterranean feast, (laughs) notify the authorities immediately. Um, Okay, I've got another one. To order was late, police say. Uh, The man looks like this... All the Florida men today are in food-related crimes. Yeah. Oh, he's a he is he's a food-related a crime. Boy. He, yeah, exactly. His body is a food-related crime. <laughs> he's a gigantic, gigantic man. Uh, with the kind like he's gotten so big that there's like no difference between his chin and, and his, his throat yeah. and his chest. It's just one long sort of plane of flesh. It is. It is. And he's got this long ginger hair. Which also you should be you should be imagining not just long ginger hair that's flowing around his face, um, but like he's the kind of ginger where he's so pallid and pale that he's like shining bright white. So he's like shiny, cold, pale mountain of flesh. Like his eyebrows are ginger that you can like, like see eraser. through. Yeah, he looks like a pencil eraser. He, he has facial hair that's like orange, which means you can see through it. And his eyebrows are like light orange, which yeah, means his, they barely look like they exist. So it looks like he doesn't have them. just looks like Cheeto dust. Yeah, like it doesn't exactly. Even look it like, could be Cheeto it, dust. Hey, actually. with this guy? A Florida man is accused of pulling a gun on a restaurant employee when his online order of chicken wings was nearly an hour late, authorities said. <laughs> I did. I see. I imagined this from the headline taking place at a restaurant. Me too. It's not even at a fucking restaurant. Because nothing is at a restaurant anymore. You can't even like go into goddamn Starbucks and like talk to a barista anymore. Yeah, not exactly. That I'm like the most chatty bitch. I. I just want to say no, like, like hi the, and bye, but like the damn, interaction is of going into a store like doesn't exist. It doesn't anymore. exist. You you go to a fucking like a Starbucks or a Chipotle or whatever you know. Name your national chain, fast casual, whatever the fuck. Um, and it used to be you go in the door, you stand in the line, you, say, you order the food, and then you get the food. Yes. Now not so. You go in and you wait for fifteen minutes while the seventeen silent employees manage hundreds of online orders and when one of them has a spare second he runs up to you and then manages you through there's the even i went to a restaurant recently a place i didn't want to go to but that yeah. i had to go to uh-huh. for a reason <laughs> but um they like you could order Very mysterious of you, you could by the sit way. down it is like a full restaurant you could sit down yeah you could choose to be waited on by a member of staff yeah. but you could 
equally choose to do the entire process online. Like you scan the QR code yeah. and you could choose to just not have a waiter involved at all. Yeah, exactly. And you're sitting at a restaurant yeah, inside exactly. a building. It is so weird. That employs waiters. Yes. So literally it's now become optional whether you interact with anybody, anybody at, at all. Anybody at all. Self-checkout at life. the CVS. Like you could do your entire public library day online. Like you never yeah. have to see a librarian ever again right right you never have to see a bag person at walgreens it's very fucking generous of you to imagine that people are still using the library too, <laughs> i love by the, the library way, in this scenario yeah, yeah yeah but you're you i mean like the the typical consumer of all of these different things i don't think has a library membership yeah anymore but anyway so yeah the the point stands this guy couldn't even be fucking bothered to leave his goddamn house to get his chicken wings and when they showed up an hour late, he's so irate that he starts brandishing a firearm. Matthew James Davis, three names, white guy, Ugh. not good news, uh, 35 of Naples, was arrested on Wednesday and charged with two counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, according to Collier County Sheriff's Office, online booking records. Um, oh, another thing we've learned that uh, carries on from episode one is if you are in Collier Pasco or Pinellas counties, watch your fucking back because that's where the Florida men live and breathe. Um, the sheriff's office said that Davis threatened employees at a Wingstop restaurant in Naples. According to the arrest affidavit, Davis placed an online order for chicken wings at 8.39 p.m. on August 27th. The store promised that his order would be ready at 8.58 p.m., but when he arrived... Okay, so... okay. Fair's fair. I take it back. He did leave his house. Oh, right. But he still he, did the online order thing that we were yeah. bitching about. And I still maintain my right to bitch about that. But when he <laughs> arrived at 9.40 p.m., which is... By the also, way, why are you showing up 40 minutes late? How the fuck do you know that somebody just didn't walk in and just take, take your, your fucking order. chicken yeah. wings? Dude, I used to work at a pizza place, and we would do that shit all the time. Yeah. Like, if someone was present who ordered a meatball pizza, even though the meatball pizza that we just made was from an online order of some sort. Yeah, like, you we give it to the guy, to the guy who's, who's in the there. store. Yeah, of And course. then the other guy can wait and it'll be here when he gets here maybe well here's the other thing is that i don't think people are like there's no like armed security guarding all the online orders <laughs> you literally could just walk into any of these restaurants and go like well here this order looks good i'm gonna take this order oh yeah i'm yeah, brian yeah. c yeah you don't I, even have to talk to anybody you can just walk in and grab a bag and leave that's so true that's so true um okay so according to the affidavit davis reportedly told employees that he was going to get my strap at that point, Davis left the restaurant uh, and retrieved the gun from his white van after saying, they're going to see that I'm not playing. Employees and witnesses later told authorities that they feared for their lives, according to the affidavit. I can't even imagine, you know, that somebody, because their order took too long or they didn't like how it came out, um, Gregory Garcia said... <laughs> <laughs> in a confusingly worded statement. It's like, okay, then you don't go there again. But to pull a gun on somebody over something as silly as that, as an order, not being to their satisfaction. Okay, period. why do people do that? I don't know that I've ever point blank, point blank, asked this question. Is what? it a respect thing? Is it like 
a mental illness thing only? You know what I'm saying? Is Dude, it like they're disrespecting me because my order was an hour later than they said? So well, like, think about it? it. It's like the, it's what we were talking about earlier. It's everything. It's fucking hot as shit. Yeah. This guy's fat as fuck, which means he's <laughs> yeah. super goddamn hungry. This he's obviously is, got a low IQ yeah. because this sort of behavior doesn't happen with people with high IQ. Who can like argue themselves out of it? Yeah. Yeah. Rationalize their way through something. Also, he's one of four thirty-five year olds in naples yeah right so suspicious off Uh the bat yeah Mm -hmm. isolated yeah obviously feels disrespected because his chicky nuggies weren't ready when he was hungry hungry (sighs) and and he's carrying around a weapon that he does not feel afraid to use use, yeah all of that combined now i know people in florida have guns and people in america have guns but, but you I should mean, feel like the first thing they tell you when you get a license for a firearm is don't point this at anybody that you do not intend, intend to, to kill. kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the, you should feel very wary of the fact out your that gun. that message was purportedly told to this man at some point, and that <laughs> over chicken wings, he he thought about that, remembered that <laughs> lesson, and then decided to fucking kill. If there's any man who looks like they would kill over chicken wings, though, it's this guy. It's Davis. He's the chicken wing. He might be the chicken monster. Yeah. He looks like he's made out of chicken. He does. Like a big pile of raw chicken thighs. You know what I'm saying? Um, after a preliminary investigation, Davis met with sheriff's detectives on Wednesday. According to the arrest affidavit, Davis told detectives that his outburst occurred several weeks after his mother's death. Oh. And that he was stressed out. Oh, he's so stressed. Yeah. He added that the gun, as if... Nobody else at that fucking restaurant has ever had their mother die yeah, or been stressed or about been anything. stressed out about anything. Like yeah. nobody else has anything going on. Yeah, exactly. This is what I'm saying. Um, he added that the gun was not loaded. Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, don't yeah, fucking yeah. know all the time whether your gun has one in the chamber or not. You know, like that's. I mean, people do that with like the point and unloaded gun at their face or whatever. Like it's you don't fucking know there's not a round yeah, in there. Fucking relax. Would um, you? And he merely intended to intimidate the restaurant employees. Oh, oh we'll, yes, we'll drop yes, the yes. whole fucking thing then. <laughs> it's not a crime to intimidate people with a deadly weapon. And I will say, he mm-hmm. he said, and I quote, they gonna see I'm not messing around. Exactly, exactly. So, what you do know, you mean by messing? You, it can sounds walk, like, you can talk the talk, but you can't walk the walk. You exactly. boneless, sounds skinless like motherfucker. He is boneless and skinless. <laughs> Yeah, he, he looks lo- like if Grimace was Irish. <laughs> That's what he looks like. He looks like Irish Grimace. Oh, yeah. All right, I got one more. Florida man threatens co-worker with box cutter in an argument about Christian music. Oh, okay. A Florida man is accused of threatening a co-worker with a box cutter over an argument about Christian music. Let me guess. He loves it. Caleb Taylor Robinson, 26, was at a warehouse on Big Pine Key where he and a co-worker were cooking hamburgers, drinking beer, and listening to music. Sounds like a great time. Also, Big Pine Key is beautiful. Um, you should be relaxed. Yes, relax. Deputies said Robinson demanded the music be changed to Christian music, but that his co-worker refused. His co-worker is correct, first of all. Yeah. That's I mean, when Robinson used a box cutter to threaten the man, according to I knew to the, the man with the box cutter was the Christian. How I did just you know? Knew it. What I just... don't know. Because no one feels passionately about Christian music unless they're Christian. Like, yeah, the guy who said, let's not listen to this, doesn't feel passionately about not listening to it. You know I what mean, I'm saying? Like, I would. If somebody was like, hey, can we turn on like my favorite Christian station? 
I'd be like, ugh. Yeah, but you'd just be like, ugh. You wouldn't get out a box cutter. Yeah, that's All true. I'm saying right. is like Christians have this weird martyr complex where they that's think everyone's true. out to get them and everyone feels as passionately about that's hating funny. them as they do about That's so funny. God. Yeah. Yeah, about being We don't. All We're about not going to pull out a box. I don't care yeah, exactly. about you or your that's church right. or God. I just don't that's care. Right. I don't hate God. That's I like, don't hate. I don't think God. You know what I'm saying? Like Exactly. That's like every Christian movie. Like, like Hail Satan. I'm just like, I just don't care. I don't think about you. I kind of am like Hail Satan. I know, me too, a little bit. <laughs> it's just, that's my, it's my contrarian nature. You <laughs> no, know what I mean? I it's my little mischief nature. Um, you're so right, though. Every Christian movie, like, God's not dead or whatever. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. It all starts out with, like, a professor who's like, I'm going to mathematically prove that God's not dead. And then it gets to the climax of the movie, and they're like... Um, I there there it's not that they don't believe in God. Right. It's that they're pissed off at God because their kid died or something oh like that. Oh my god, it's I was just gonna like say that. like their daughter died and now and then they said yeah. I will never believe in God ever again. The whatever. reality is I just don't fucking think about it. I just don't buy it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not like I'm walking around going like, Oh, I fucking hate God so much. <laughs> yeah. I don't imagine that he exists in the same way that you would you don't walk around thinking about like the hamburglar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Somebody mentions the Hamburglar, then you go, "Oh, okay." But you, like, it's it's a fictional concept. Completely. It's not like the point of my whole life. The way it is with yours, and you're so right. They the can't only understand person... that it's not the point of someone's life. So yeah, if you're exactly. not a Christian, they assume they go like, that "What the point you, of then? your life is, is to hating hate Christianity?" Christians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So funny that you say it's a martyr complex, <laughs> right? Something inherent in the whole situation, Scheme. don't yeah, you think? Yeah, the whole religion. Yeah, yeah, the whole idea of the whole thing is like how fucking cool and awesome it is to be a martyr. <laughs> Instead of like how annoying and shitty that is. Yeah. Anyway, um, you're absolutely right. Um, the victim retreated to the bathroom and called 911. While in the bathroom, Robinson beat the door and caused about $200 to $400 in damage, the sheriff's office said. Deputies found Robinson on the side of the warehouse sleeping in the backseat of a car. The deputy said Robinson claimed he would prophesize hell onto the <gasps> deputy for shining his flashlight at him. Ooh. Other deputies heard Robinson say he would prophesize all the pain for hell on them. This reminds me of that uh, okay. that wife swap where that woman like went the Christian lady went to an atheist family and then yes. came home and she was like she's not a Christian. These like phrases have something I, I will so prophesize. Yeah, I will hell pro- upon you. I'm gonna prophesize hell, all the pain of hell onto you. Yes. Gargoyles, uh, slackics. Slackics. Uh, uh Yeah, there's just like exactly. phrases that Christians say that no one, no else, one else says. says. They sound so fucking weird to everybody. So else. weird. Yeah. Dear Father um, God, I I ask you today. Yeah, dear Father God. Just weird shit. I'm gonna make our kid call me that. Mother God. <laughs> yeah. Um, Robinson then proceeded to kill to tell deputies that he had visions that his co-worker would be injured badly on a construction job. Listen, I've got a vision that the man I'm in a fight with is going to get injured real yep. soon. Yep. Then he said he would slit the man's throat and throw him into a wood chipper. And I'll do it. And I'll do it. Robinson claimed the victim's actions caused Satan to manifest inside him. Robinson was arrested. Okay, what do you think? A little bit of drugs, a little bit of mental illness... A little bit. I uh, wish it's drugs. That would be my hope. You just think this guy's a very sincere, very stupid Christian. Yeah, Yeah. I do. I do. How do you go from beers and burgers on the beach to this so quickly? Come on, man. Relax a little bit. Also, he's 
okay, victim, martyr, victim, martyr, victim, martyr. Even yeah. at the end, he's like, my coworker's actions caused me. Yeah, exactly. To, to lose my be full shit. of Satan. Be full yeah. of Satan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, man. Really? Yeah, really. Okay, I have two things that I have to tell you about. I'm bursting at the Please, seams. Please go right ahead. Okay, a bit of a leading question, but mm-hmm. what do you think? The number one. Okay, let me phrase it like this. Yeah. What is the state with the most NFL players? That like came from there. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, it has to be Florida. You're it's leading Florida, me to the man. answer. Yeah. I know, but like, how cool is that? That's fucking great. That's awesome. It has 1,700. Florida has 1,700 NFL players. That's incredible. Yeah. How many NFL players are Oh, no, no, are wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. It has 202 of the 1,700 I was going to say, how many <laughs> so fucking sorry. NFL players are there? Well, when I first read that, I was like, well, all the retired ones. Oh, and sure. All the, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Like, Ones who played one season. Yeah, but 200 out of 1,700. That's a really like healthy representation. I know. And as usual, California wow. and Texas, you know, trailing not yeah, so yeah, far yeah. behind. Uh-huh. But Florida has the, it's the state that makes the most NFL players. Damn, Flor- something to be proud of. I Come think on. so. Come Don't on. Don't you? What's the other thing you got? Well, and I just want to shout out a few high schools. The, yeah. The, okay, first of all. The high school that has the most NFL players is St. Thomas Aquinas in Fort Lauderdale. Right on. It has 12, 12 NFL players mm-hmm. from this one high school. 12 good Catholic NFL players. <laughs> and yeah. then there's one in Long Beach, Polytech, Polytechnic, Long yeah. Beach Polytechnic. Yeah. And then Glades Central High School in Belle Glade has a bunch as well. Can you so, imagine being like the other Florida, teams Bell in Glade, that Florida. district that have to play those teams? I know. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> they have like... Excuse me. Five seven foot tall guys with like full beards. Yeah, <laughs> they're playing so, against sixteen year olds. So Florida leads all states. <laughs> yeah, Fort Lauderdale leads all of Florida all cities. Wow. And yeah, Fort Lauderdale and with Miami trailing close behind. That's so incredible. The, there are two Florida hometowns. Let's go. Yeah, let's that, go, Florida. That's amazing. I know. I thought so too. Wow. Um, I'm I'm watching Hard Knocks with with the Jets right now. Yes. So I'm really into it. We're watching Hard Knocks with the Jets right now. No, me. No, me. Okay, and my second thing is, have you heard of a plane flying over Iowa with a banner that reads, Be Likeable, Ron? Yeah, yeah, I have, <laughs> yes. I've been wanting to talk about this on the yeah, pod for I a while. I want to talk about it's it. It's kind of old news now because we were talking about the Iowa State Fair and all the Republican candidates going like walking around and like you know rubbing elbows with the, fuck, what it, yeah. the corn-growing dipshits of the state of Iowa. And um, no offense, I mean... Come on. I come from Kansas. We're wheat-growing dipshits. But anyway, um, Donald Trump was not present at the event, but did, because he's a little fucking busy right now. <laughs> yeah. Getting, getting like 30,000 indictments from the federal government. Um, but he bought a plane. And listen, the funniest person to ever hold the office of the president of the United States, the guy just doesn't miss. He bought a plane with a banner behind it that said, Be likable, Ron. Hey, Ron, act normal, be likable. Be likable. likable. <laughs> oh, my God. And guess what? It's impossible for Ron to do so. Of course. So dude. he nailed it. Oh, it's just so, so perfect. Such troll behavior that it's so like, you know, he just, whew. 
it's he's gonna be the candidate and he's gonna be the fucking president again. I keep saying this. I really just think it's true. I don't want it, but anyway, it is this what is a it little is. Florida man versus Florida man. Yeah, but know? that's what I'm saying. Listen, Ron DeSantis's numbers have literally been cut in half. When he first announced his candidacy, it was just him and Trump. Trump had seventy percent of the vote. He had thirty percent of the vote. Mm-hmm. Now his support has dwindled to just fifteen percent. Mm-hmm. With all of these other people, like who nobody's ever fucking yeah, heard like of, you know, like Ravaswamy. Yeah, something. yeah, Vivek Ramaswamy, mm-hmm. um, who hilariously has to do the, the completely fucking impossible job, speaking again of religion, of convincing conservative Christians that it's to okay vote for him, even though yeah. he's a Hindu. Yeah. yeah. He also lip synced Lose Yourself by Eminem at his rally. <laughs> And somehow still has more charisma than Ron DeSantis. Somehow. Yeah. So it says, Ron DeSantis does not seem to be having a good time at the Iowa State Fair. No, man. Besides getting welcomed, and it says yesterday, of course. We know it's the old news, old news. Um, Besides getting welcomed yesterday by chance of go back to Florida pudding fingers. Pudding fingers? First of all, how is that a chant? That's too long. Do you remember what that is? Brilliant. Didn't he finish a cup of pudding with his fingers? Yeah, like there was a there was a like a picture or a video of him using his three fingers to scoop pudding out of a pudding cup and eat it that way instead of with a spoon. <sighs> okay, if there's one lizard person in our government, it might be him. That's not how you <laughs> eat pudding. Or actually, is he no, too nerdy not. to even be a lizard person? Why are you eating pudding? Who fuck? What adult human being eats pudding? Who's under the age of eighty years old? I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. You I get two windows to eat pudding. Years. Six months through five age years. Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. Too old to like, be eating pudding. Well, yeah, but like after soccer practice, maybe like snacks. Eleven. Like I'd give you grace period. Eleven. But um, yeah. And then 80 plus. And those are your windows for pudding. And you you can't eat it in between. Ron DeSantis, a 46-year-old man who somehow looks 69. Uh, Just imagine him in his like weird little suit with the American flag button, scooping pudding with his fingers. Uh. It's fucking unbelievable. Says the Florida governor was endlessly trolled yet again on Saturday by hecklers, protesters, and even a plane flying overhead with a banner that read, Be likable, Ron. So funny. During DeSantis's fair side chat. Uh, That's what he's calling it. No, that's what the the Iowa State Fair is. Oh, my bad, my bad. It's a play on fireside chat. Yeah, like the old um, Franklin Roosevelt. With Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds, demonstrators interrupted their conversation by ringing cowbells and whistles as they protest his abortion and education policies. I prefer when they chant, go back to Florida, putting fingers, but that's just me. Yeah. It got so bad that Reynolds had to come to DeSantis' defense, urging the protesters to quiet down. She said, hey, and gentlemen, you know please. what? You know what? We're, we're in Iowa, she said. And in Iowa, we're Iowa nice. So let's give everybody the opportunity to hear our candidates. I think that's so fucking wrong. By the way, being a Midwesterner, I can tell you for a fact that like, the like niceness thing, it's hiding a like deep well of anger and hatred. Yeah. Like that, like that huh? it wears so thin so quickly. Um, it's not like I mean, we can stereotype the different regions of America all we want, but like I much prefer the East Coast because people there are just like, Hey, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, they're like you know you're acting mean? like a fucking jerk. And you're yeah. like, Okay. Yeah. Now I can They'll stick their head out of the yeah. window and go like Jackass, 
in a way that people in the Midwest don't do. They let it simmer and then they fucking, they just have this evil inside of them that's begging to come out. We just said the same thing about mass shooters. We did. and They let it bubble up. So, you know, second to Florida, I believe, in the in the amount of serial killers mm-hmm. from whatever state mm-hmm. you want is like Wisconsin and then third is Illinois. Oh, Alaska's really high up there. Alaska's too, high up there too, but yeah. Th- it's the vitamin D deficiency. Yeah, yeah. Oregon, Blame Washington mm-hmm. also have a bunch. Um, California incongruously. Well, um, it's a big state. So you want to know something funny that is happening in Florida politics right now? Yes. Um, so DeSantis, okay, DeSantis appointed this dude, um, Mike DiNapoli, as the chairman of the affordable housing. He was the director of affordable housing for the state of Florida, right? Okay. And there were $711 million apportioned to his department. Um, but he recently was placed on, without an explanation, administrative leave Okay. after he had fired his ethics director um, when she had noted that he had been using the state credit card for all kinds of shit. Oh, uh-huh. He had been paying himself uh-huh. and going on spending sprees with the fucking federal, with the state money of the state of Florida. So he he has left the affordable housing department leaderless right as it's about to decide how to apportion the 711 million dollars <laughs> and it's just like such a fuck prior to joining the state uh government uh dinapoli was a vice president for citigroup morgan stanley and ubs financial in new york dinapoli was formerly with the gambino crime family yes exactly <laughs> he was head of the five families no, uh, the uh, mob doesn't do anything anymore, or the Italian mob, I should say. You know, you don't think so? Like, no, nah, they've really fallen. They ate too much gobble wool, and they all got too fat. <laughs> eh? They're too. They're, now they're just sweaty, and they're red, and they can't. You really do don't nothing. think organized crime has a place in the in the United States anymore? I think it has a place. I'd like to see more. Miami Beach, fucking in mm. retirement. No, that that's all Russian. That's all Russian. Yeah, I thought that was famously where the the Italian mobsters would go down to like. You know. Yeah, fuck around. Yeah, fuck around. Yeah. Who doesn't yeah. go down to Miami to fuck around, you know? I guess everybody does. I guess everybody. But who's but you're saying it's shit, all it's Russian? Russians. Interesting. That's yeah. very interesting down there. Um, but anyway, since taking the job, uh, the corporation has seen a wave of departures. Napoli fired two high-level officials at the corporation, including its longtime general counsel, Hugh Brown, who doubled as its chief ethics officer, according to his LinkedIn page, and the Very corporation's ethical. liaison to the board, Sheila Freeney. Um, she was fired after having blown the whistle on irregular spending practices and the use of the state credit card. Mm-hmm. So just uh, just yet another fucking thing for uh, DeSantis to get embroiled in. And also, like, I guess fuck anybody who needs affordable housing in the state of Florida, which would be the entire state. Yeah, what did they say? His background's like Morgan Stanley? Yeah, exactly. This guy could give a fuck. Exactly. Like, anybody who spent any time as the vice president of a goddamn bank in New York City gives a flying fuck. Through a rolling donut. This was, (laughs) rest in peace to the great filmmaker uh, William Friedkin recently. We were watching interviews with him, and he used this exquisite phrase, I don't give a flying fuck through a rolling donut what Al Pacino thinks. (laughs) 
fucking amazing <laughs> sentence. But yeah, imagine that guy working at those banks giving a flying fuck through a rolling donut. What an average Floridian who can't pay the rent is yeah. going through. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I heard that like, so, you know, the boomers are all still kind of not Migrating dead. to Florida? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Won't Migrating die. to Florida. Um, apparently there's this whole kind of situation that's happening where you know the housing crisis is affecting them too yeah and you know inflation and all nobody can afford a fucking house in florida and they like go to their you know county office or whatever and like demand help and then they're infuriated Uh because there's no help in florida there's nothing you guys voted for there to be no help exactly and now you need help and now you're fucking mad about it because it affects you well you should have fucking thought of that exactly all of the conservative boomers who moved down to Florida who voted for all of these policies to defund whatever social safety net there was, mm-hmm. now all of a sudden are finding themselves in the position of needing to depend on that social safety net and are absolutely fucking flabbergasted when they realize that, that they none. got rid of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, this reminds me, there was another article that I read recently that was about a protest that broke out at a 55-plus Florida community over sky... This is the headline. Over skyrocketing home insurance premiums. Mm. Quote, we have no choice. We have to sell. Yes, exactly. You spent your life under the you know auspices and the premises of the American dream, right? You saved up for your retirement. You get down to Florida to build a home in your retirement, in your golden years, only to be at the mercy of the culture that you created over your years of voting for Reagan and Bush Sr. and Bill Clinton and Bush Jr. and Obama. You know what I mean? (laughs) All of whom instituted neoliberal and neoconservative Uh, economic practices that fucking hollowed out whatever you might be able to depend on, and especially the state government of Florida. I mean, come on, it's (laughs) embarrassing. It's embarrassing. But anyway, it was in Pembroke Pines, Florida, at a place known as Century Village, right? Um, There was just a bunch of people on the street protesting because all the insurance companies have fled Florida and they no longer write policies for new homes in Florida. And they're like rescinding policies for other homes because the environmental situation has gotten so bad. Um, now the homeowners association fees are skyrocketing in Century Village. And they're like increasing by orders of magnitude every year, right? They just increase the homeowners association fee to like $1,000 a month. You know what I'm saying? It's fucking crazy to get some sort of like general insurance policy to cover the properties that they're on. Um, But the cost of housing in Florida is going through the fucking roof because insurance premiums are just skyrocketing, getting higher and higher and higher of the companies that are even left there to write policies in the fucking first place. It's just, I mean, it's insane. But the thing is... The population just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and people keep moving there in bigger and bigger droves. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it can only be that Florida is the heart and soul of the culture of America. And it's be, I mean, it's growing to be one of the most populous states in the country, and it's exporting its all of its fucking problems and all of its fucking um, issues to the rest of the country. 
just wait. If you live in Pennsylvania in five fucking years, you're going to have Florida problems. Or you're going to live in Florida and or you're have Florida live in problems. Florida. Yeah, exactly. Or Florida is going to start slowly spreading north as the Atlantic Ocean sweeps <laughs> inland. You know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, people are going to be building houses in like the in like Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, because it'll be on the coast and on tropical. The Gulf coast, baby. Yeah. Speaking of 55 plus communities, the next deep dive episode, premium episode, is going to be about the villages. The villages. The largest 55 plus community in the world. Perhaps one of the most important cities in America when it comes to deciding who the president will be. But that's true. Um, if you capture the villages, you might just capture the presidency. That's true. All right. So anyway, that's all we got for this episode. Thank you for listening to 100 fucking episodes of the Florida Woman podcast. It's such, an, a, it's such a joy for us to occasion. make this. Yeah. We are going to be popping bottles tonight. Mm-hmm. You bet your ass on it. All right. You can find us at patreon.com slash Florida Woman pod. You can find us at Instagram at Florida Woman dot pod. Please send us your thoughts. Uh, your please, prayers. Your, send us your prayers. <laughs> send us whatever like weird Florida ephemera you may come up with. We love hearing from you guys, and we we usually get a chance to sneak in um, some stuff that is sent to us from some fans into every episode. Um, we love you all. Uh, give us a, if you like what you hear, please give us a, a rating and a review. If you it don't really like helps what, us. You're, what you hear, just shut your mouth. Please shut the fuck up. Yeah, if don't you don't click like on what any you hear, of the stars, exit I don't, this app immediately. Yeah, exactly. Pretend you don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, we love you all very, very much. Um, Thanks for all your support. Uh, here's a little kiss for you. Mwah.